Android and iPhone users welcome. BlackBerry and Windows phone users, we will accept you. The podcast going beyond the headlines. This is the Goopley Cast. Now the host, Matthew Carter. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Goopley Cast. If you're listening to us as a podcast, please come hang out with us live. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube on Monday nights just after 8 p.m. PST. If you prefer an audio-only version, you can find us after our live show on your favorite Android or iOS podcasting apps, including iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Matt Carter. With me today is Matt Evans. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Going great. Great to see you. Uh, also with, yes, yes. Also with us is Tim Van Claveren. Hey, Tim. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Roy Schlepinski is not with us tonight. He's feeling under the weather this week, so uh, I want to wish him a speedy recovery. Yes, uh, definitely. So on tonight's show, we'll be discussing the buzz that's picked up around all the iPhone 13 rumors. Uh, there's been, I feel like there's been a surprising amount given well, the fact that it's only been like a handful of months since the iPhone 12. So I feel like it, it there's going to be a lot of rumors coming out about this because it's early on and everybody's working from home still. So it's harder for them to control leaks and everything and stuff like that. So I normally don't like to like to comment on rumors, but um, I know there are fans out there that like to like to do it so um i just thought that we could talk about what's out there right now and um and just kind of you know dive into what we think would be cool on the iphone um i was very very surprised to hear that like coming off of the iphone 12 they had uh, like record-breaking sales for that generation, so it'll be interesting to see like which of the features that are currently rumored make it in that might uh, at least I don't know. Well, so I think it was sales. I think it was record-breaking for the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro or 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max. Um, I heard that the iPhone 12 um, what didn't sell very well, but the the 12 Mini did sell better than the 12. So I think having the same size screen for the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro, um, more or less people just kind of went with the 12 Pro instead of, you know, the 12, which, you know, is the same size screen but has, you know, less features and stuff like that. It's kind of like when you bring out a Pixel 4 XL and then you bring out a Pixel 5 and you take away features from it, you know? (laughs) Why would people buy it? It's not an upgrade, really. At that point, it's not an upgrade. You gotta, you gotta do it. So, um, so uh, one of the things, though, I did, I did read about is that there was talk that they might not do a twelve this year, um, but uh, a lot of sources are saying that they're still going to do a twelve mini, or excuse me, a thirteen mini, a thirteen, a thirteen pro, and then a thirteen max. Mm. Um, so four new iPhones this year um, is rumored. Uh, the first thing I go ahead. I've I've been seeing some uh, like YouTubers and articles talk about the iPhone Mini at least over the the iPhone Mini the iPhone 12 Mini not doing as great as they expected. So it sounds like Apple is still going to do like you said four new phones for this year, uh, but. 
if that doesn't do well, because uh, it's kind of like, you know, a mid-year, they go iPhone, they do a refresh, they change the design, they maybe change some specs on like the screen size or something. And then they do like a mid-S year where they uh, update a couple of features, but it's not like a revolution in terms of what the iPhone looks or, uh, or, or how the experience plays out. Uh, so if they don't get what they want from the iPhone 12 mini, I wonder if they will cancel it and go back to like three iPhones. Or well, something. and it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to see what they do with the 12 or excuse me, with the iPhone 13, because we don't know what the name of the iPhone 13 is going to be. Um, most people just speculate that it'll probably be called the iPhone 13. And then, you know, it may be come out and it might be the iPhone 12 S. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't we don't know. Um, because the last time they did an S was. Gosh, like 11, 11, no, no, 10s. 10s? Yeah, because we went from iPhone iPhone 11 to the iPhone 12. And then before that yeah. was like the X, and then before that was the 8. Yeah. Okay. So Actually, we had an XS, we had a 10s model. Mm. So I wanted, I wanted to ask about the name, considering that Apple skipped iPhone 9, considering that 9 is a bad luck number. Do you think they'll do anything with 13, considering it's a bad luck number? Oh. That's that's interesting, actually. Huh. You don't know, because that is a bad luck number. Will it be called the iPhone 13, or will they skip it? I like what Samsung did with the year, though. Well, I, don't know I do, too. Did. I do really yeah. like Samsung, how they did it. They went to the 20. So who knows? Maybe the iPhone... 21 it I would certainly clear things up yeah i agree yeah it would be it would be interesting to see what they do um it will be interesting to see if they call it the iphone 13 or if they go with the iphone 12s um you know that's that's just one of the things we usually have to wait until um until launch day to find out um a lot of times we do know some of the new features and stuff like that so um, one of the new features obviously um, has been talked about for a while and thought might have been on the iPhone 12 was a um, in-display touch ID. Mm. And um, it is supposedly rumored to be on the next version of the iPhone, the iPhone 13. Um, and it, I feel like it would make sense to have it this year. Um, you know, and then uh, iOS 14.5 released an update where you can actually use your watch to unlock your phone. So this would, that would work for older, older versions that don't have an in touch ID. Uh, but the in display touch ID might be, might be a good feature for the newer iPhone, you know, and more secure. So you have either face face ID or um, in display touch ID. And I think it makes sense to try out that kind of security feature on iPhones since they are, uh, like the pinnacle of security in cell phones right now. So then well, doing that be, feature. It, it's, it's interesting because so when they, when they launched the iPad pro, the iPad or excuse me, the iPad pro has the, has the, uh, t- uh, the face ID and then the iPad air, which is kind of like the iPad pro pretty much. It just doesn't have the face ID. They brought back touch ID, but the touch ID is not in display it's actually on the side. It's on the power button for yeah. the phone itself. So it, I mean, I still feel like they could bring touch ID and not maybe do the in display 
uh, instead put it on the button itself as well. Um, if it, you know, if it doesn't finally make it to the final product, you know, because obviously at this time, you know, there's still, there's a lot of prototypes out there. So the rumors kind of go off a lot of the prototypes, but we don't know what will actually make it to the final, the final product. You know, uh, Apple is always rumored to be testing, you know, different models down at Apple Park, you know, um, they've done this with years of iPhones, you know, and uh, it's always interested to see what will make it to the final build. So it'll be interesting to see if it's touch ID in display or on the button itself. And so far, like the phones that of the phones that have uh, built in uh, fingerprint sensors in the screen, what there's like the Galaxy S10 and then I think one of the like latest OnePlus phones have it. And does your yeah. Pixel have it? It my Pixel doesn't have it. No. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. So the Pixel, uh, the Pixel always had one on the back. Um, now it has a. I think the Pixel Five has an in-touch display, but doesn't have Face ID. Okay. Or, and no, I feel it like... has a Touch ID on the back. I take that back. I think it has a Touch ID on the back. Hmm. I don't know. Roy's not here. We should. <laughs> I, we'll find out next week whether it has it on the back or the front. I don't. I think it's on the back though. And I feel like that's a premium feature. And even if Apple didn't integrate it into all of the new line of phones, that might be something that we could see on like a Pro or a Pro Max phone or something like that. Something where you're paying a lot of extra money for a lot of high-end features. And I feel like in in display touch is like a really elegant solution to logging into your phone. So that's where yeah. at least I'd like, I'd, I'd expect it to be if it's not on every phone, but it's a feature that I think would be cool. And one I'd like to see. Yeah. I also um, think that, I also ahead. think that they could try to improve face ID a lot. Cause I don't Apple, they just seem like they're very proud about when they release something. So I almost think they're just going to keep using face ID just because it's their technology mm. and that, they're the ones that released it pretty much first. There wasn't really any good face unlock before um, iPhone well, face 10. ID, face ID has improved over the years. So mm -hmm. um, coming from an Android user over there, <laughs> does your does your uh, does your company work phone have a face ID or is that touch ID? Uh, touch ID. Yeah. So face ID has improved over the years because I remember when I first got it in my iPhone 10 and it, it was kind of slow and it didn't pick up over time, you know, like I felt like a lot of times uh, it wouldn't recognize my face at first, you know, or stuff like that. Or I, it was, it didn't, it wasn't like you unlocked like that. Um, so I felt like it got improved over the 10 S and I, I feel like, you know, onto the iPhone 12, um, I feel like touch ID is, is pretty much, I don't even notice it anymore. So I think over time it has improved, um, you know, the software has gotten faster, you know, and they continue to improve that, that software, I think is where, where face ID makes it stronger. I think any feature like that, where you're not thinking about which login feature to use you just find one that is like natural for you and it works fast enough and you're not like oh i could have logged in with my finger or with my password or something already so 
I mean, to hear that yeah. it has gotten fast enough to be kind of a automatic and intuitive is, I don't know, credit to Apple. Yeah. So this is another feature that um, I thought might be kind of cool, and it's uh, it's sky photography. So um, oh. essentially, you point your you point your camera at the sky, and it 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 can detect that you're you're trying to take a picture of the sky and uh, help make it better for you to get a picture of like the moon or the stars. Um, so I would assume that it would be on a pro model. I don't think it would be on like the iPhone 12 or excuse me, the iPhone 13 or 13 mini, um, you know, or those lower end devices. I think it's going to be a pro feature. Um, but that I think is like, I mean, they're always trying to make the camera better and sky photography is, you know, kind of a complex way to take pictures. So it'll be interesting to really see if they, how this feature comes to life, uh, if it makes it to the final build and, uh, comes out it could also be something that is announced at you know the launch but then we don't see for you know a couple software updates because sometimes they do that and i've heard it referred to as astrophotography so like yeah like you were saying you point it at the sky like the night sky or something and it it uses machine learning to detect objects in the sky and uses Apple's awesome camera system to I don't know, figure out what you're looking at, at. I don't know, adjust the colors, adjust, uh, I don't know, zooming and such and blur. Uh, but I didn't know, first of all, I didn't know that this was a big enough activity that they would make it a mainline feature in their phone or even spend development time adding it to their like machine learning system. And two, I think it's makes complete sense for them to add it because if you're kind of restricted from putting a bunch of new features in a new cell phone update, uh, then you do stuff with like machine learning to make that as good as possible. Cause it's like, Hey, why not? We want to make our machine learning even better, learn more, uh, in, in that field and how to add it to our camera system, which is, you know, trying to be the best camera and cell phone. So, well, and I, I feel like Apple's trying to replace the, the DSLR cameras, you know, Mm. they're trying to make, they're trying to be the next version of DSLR and, you know, improving the camera on every possible way, um, is, is, is got to be their plan down the line. So um, I think that, you know, sky photography or, you know, whatever they're going to call it um, will, will definitely be a game changer for cameras um, in the phones. Um, also, I've heard rumors about them uh, distributing the image stabilization that's on like the either the Pro models or the Pro Max models down to all the other iPhones, which I think would be amazing. Because I remember yeah. watching a video, like we talked about it uh, around the time the phones came out, and I watched a video where this guy took the I think it was the Pro Max 12 and the the Pro Max like 11 uh, in a helicopter and use the image stabilization while recording from this helicopter. And other than a couple like judders, it looked so smooth. And if that's on all of the other iPhones, I think that would be a major seller for Apple. Yeah, definitely. Um, Anything that I I feel like anything that they can do to stabilize the quality of it, because Samson has, um, you know, great phones out there and all their lineups have great image stabilization. Um, And so that, that definitely brings 
um, brings a lot to an iPhone. Um, again, something that other phones already have, but you know, Apple um, Apple wants to improve on it, and uh, I think you know, bringing them to every iPhone that they bring out now is is important. So. Uh, so let's see here. So MagSafe, uh, is going to be stronger. So MagSafe was their new, um, their new magnets behind for charging and adding accessories to the back of your iPhone. Um, I have a wallet, um, that connects to my, the back of my, um, iPhone and I also have a charger. Um, but essentially you can, you know, MagSafe got the magnets, you can see the magnets on my clear case, uh, and then the wallet clips on there. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty safe. I, I don't feel like my my wallet hasn't gone anywhere, uh, but sometimes when you put it in your when you put it in your pocket and stuff like that, uh, it will kind of slide off. Um, so they are rumored to be putting much stronger magnets in there, and possibly even more magnets. Um, one of the things that I noticed though too is. Uh, for some people who have, you know, medical equipment inside their bodies and stuff like that, they were urged not to use the iPhone 12 next to the, wherever they, you know, if they have a pacemaker or whatever and stuff like oh, that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That can be pretty bad. No, so I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know that Apple all the way thought through that, but um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how, how they play with these magnets. Mm. Um, and you know, what kind of things. Uh, it's also been talked about being a little thicker, 2.6 millimeters, I believe, um, is what people are saying. Um, the phone body gets thicker or the, the MagSafe? The phone, the phone body, yeah. Oh, so it's going to no. be slightly thicker, uh, but the same kind of design. So, I mean, they kind of always say this, you know, that it's going to be bigger and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I don't really, I don't really put a lot of effort into it. So, um, you know, uh, they said that it's not going to be part of, it's not going to be the reason it's getting thicker though, is not part of MagSafe, um, mm. because they're putting different things in there. So it'll be interesting. I've heard um, they're adding Wi-Fi six, uh, like yep. what is it? Wi-Fi six, like E or something like Wi-Fi six E. Cause the, the iPhone 12 has Wi-Fi six. And then, so Wi-Fi six E is the next version mm. of Wi-Fi. So, which will be kind of cool because, um, I have Wi-Fi six at home and it's super fast. So one so. question about like the potential size increase, uh, does Apple normally do that like generation to generation? Cause I feel like if you just bought like all your mag safe, like cases and all your mag safe, uh, just, I guess the cases and accessories. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I don't know. They've kind of, yeah, they've kind of done different things with it. Obviously the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 12 cases are not compatible with each other because of the design. Um, I want to say that the the iPhone, so we went to the iPhone 11. So the uh, the 10s, um, the 10s and the 11. I think you you got extra cameras in the in the sensor. So they had you had to buy new cases for the from the 10s to the 11. Um, but normally they don't change cases that often. So I, again, it's it's. It's rumored, but I don't think that it's going to, I don't think it's going to get thicker uh, because obviously we don't want to make thicker iPhones. We want to be, you know, much thinner, but it's obviously not much of a difference too. So it'll be kind of interesting to see, um, 
you know, where those go. Uh, again, this could just be an early prototype that they're testing out different things, you know, and stuff like that. You know, people yeah, just don't, don't have the knowledge. Yeah, we don't know yet. Could be could be thinner. Could go the opposite direction. Yep. So the other the other big thing, and I guess I've read a lot of topics on this, and a lot of people are like, well, seventy five percent possibility of this feature, oh. and it is the portless iPhone. Oh Ooh. man! <laughs> so everybody seems to be talking about this, like from mm. what I can find out, that the uh, iPhone twelve or excuse me, the iPhone thirteen will be portless. Mm -hmm. I find this very hard to believe, though. So do and I, honestly. I, I, I've honestly, I've said this in the past, but I will say it again: CarPlay. There is mm. not enough services out there that offer Wi-Fi CarPlay. Um, you can still go out there and buy Mazdas. And I believe that they still don't support wireless CarPlay, which you you still have to have a port to plug that in. And I feel like that's a big downfall for those type of um, you know those type of features that you want. You know, so if you just bought a brand new car, you're not going to go out and buy a iPhone 13 because you can't use your CarPlay, or you have to get an adapter to to run your CarPlay. Now they did this kind of with the uh, the 30 pin connector when they released the, um, cause a lot of cars had built in 30 pin connectors. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, 30 <laughs> pin connectors. And then they came out with the, with the, um, lightning port. Yeah. And so you had to buy an adapter for your 30 pin connector. If your car had a 30 pin connector built into it and then, you would put the adapter on it and then plug it into your iPhone. I could see them maybe trying to do something with this, you know, um, to making Wi-Fi possible. But um, I just, I honestly don't see it. Like a portless iPhone, I just don't know that we're ready for it yet. I no. think we could see it. I think it's going to happen. Do you want? Do you want to join in, Roy and ours bet? <laughs> Roy thinks it's going to happen, and I got a, I think a twenty dollar bet. I have to go back and listen to the podcast, but. If any of you guys want to take that up on me, I'll bet you 20 bucks. that it's I mean, here's the little. caveat that I would need, because I could believe that Apple would do it, but I think that this is another scenario where they'd put it on, like, the Pro Max. They just throw it to the most expensive version where the customers who are already paying a ton of money for an Apple product are who are also likely to pay just as much money to, I don't know, retrofit their life around this portless iPhone or something like that. Yeah, that seems more, I would say that's more realistic. People that are that are going to spend the money on the Pro, I think, are going to be the ones that, like, I don't like ports. I'm so sick of them. And then, yeah, I think the budget phone will have, uh, will have a port. Yeah, like, you can't unport the iPhone mini, like, right after you introduce it. That seems crazy to me. Yeah. I still don't think that there's going to be a portless iPhone. So what, and, what if and they announce the Apple car? <laughs> you, <laughs> your car. <laughs> I still think that they're a little ways away from that too. But here's the other thing too, diagnostics. So Apple, when you take your phone into Apple, um, you, you still have to have diagnostics and mm. like, I, I mean, they could put a different port on there or a different connector to use for, for um for that feature mm. such as the ipad which has a let me pull it up here oh wait mine doesn't have it they used to have 
Oh yeah, mine doesn't have it now. Um, they used to have like a three little connector to connect your keyboard to it. It was like yeah, a, like it's, it's like a it, series of like copper circles at the copper bottom. Copper circles, yeah, at the bottom, and you yeah. use that to connect your connect your accessories to it. Um, and it'll be kind of interesting to see that. But I just thought of this now too. Here's another thing I thought of. So my keyboard connects in for my iPad and there's no port there. So I don't know. It just kind oh, of magically the, connects or here, never mind. Here's the here's the uh, little, three little pins. Back. Yeah. It's see, on the back a, on this bottom. That's so more elegant than a port would be if they decided yeah, to go with so something like, like that. if they could actually transform CarPlay through this, these ports, like if they put this on the back of the iPhone or on the bottom of the iPhone, perhaps maybe we could see like a little MagSafe type connector, you know, that would connect to that to run CarPlay off of it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Hear, hear me out. You take, you have a problem with your iPhone. You take it to the Apple store. Then the Apple store employees enter in a special code and the back is motorized and opens up and there's a port on the back for them. <laughs> that sounds like well, something. <laughs> so there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be that, but there would be like, there, there could be like an internal testing port um, where they have to open it up and then do a diagnostic inside of it. Um, well, but I'll I still find that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I still find that hard to believe too. But if any of you guys want to take the bet with me, I will bet you 20 bucks that the next iPhones all have ports. I think my if I if I took that bet, my caveat is pretty terrible odds, like 25% versus 75, that's awful. Well, no uh, they say 75% chance of having a portless iPhone. Oh, oh! Is what okay. rumors are saying. So, a portless iPhone. Eh, nah, nah. Tim's like, Tim's like, Tim's like. Um, <laughs> I think I, I do think they would, they could do that. At least one of the iPhones will be portless. Put your, put your money, put your money where your mouth is. <sighs> like after a a year where they introduced an iPad with USB C, right? One of those iPads had USB C. If I or all of them did, if I'm correct. If I'm, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly. And then they just released the iPhone doesn't have USB-C, has the same lightning port. I'm just committed to them having it forever at this point. So here, I'll, I'll do this with you, Tim. Okay. 20 bucks. 20 bucks if I'm right. If you're not right, I'll give you free ice for a year. Anytime Ooh. you come over, I will fill up a bag of ice for you. <laughs> You know, you know, your wife would be so happy with that bet. Like, uh, think of all the ice you could get. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Wait. So if Tim loses, he loses twenty bucks. But if he wins, he gets a lifetime supply of ice, or, or a year supply oh, of a ice. Year supply. That I'll he give has you to a life. I'll give you. A, I'll do, no, I'll get. do a lifetime. I'll do a lifetime supply of ice for as long as I okay. have the ice maker. I, can't, I will I make can't guarantee you if it breaks this. down, but but it, anytime you want ice, you come over and I'll give you a bag of ice. Uh, Wait a minute, what's the warranty on this ice maker? <laughs> How long do they guarantee it for? I think for seven, I think for six hundred dollars, um, 
it's going to last a long time. I don't know if I can make that bet. As much as I think there will be a portless iPhone, I just don't know if they're... Apple's so unpredictable sometimes when it comes to this kind of stuff. See, he's already second-guessing himself. I don't know. (laughs) It's so easy to be like, yeah, of course they will, but then when I have to actually put money on the line, (laughs) that makes it more difficult. Do you want a payment plan for that? (laughs) Tim, think about it this way. They would have to have everybody have a new MagSafe charger, buy a new brick, and then probably create some kind of other port like the one that's on the back of that iPad at the bottom of the iPhones, and then also sell some kind of connector for that along on the side so you could but here's the thing you, you, would, you don't have like... to have you don't have to have a MagSafe because you could you could do you could do wireless chi charging so you oh, don't okay. have to have the MagSafe safe okay. charger sure matt, uh, you, you can just... still charge with the chi. matt what you just described about all the accessories you have to buy that exactly sounds <laughs> like something <laughs> apple would do like Tim it would probably be listening so and he's like taking notes right now about Oh, we can do all this. <laughs> like if they didn't remove the brick from the the boxes for obvious money reasons, maybe maybe I could see them releasing a new uh, a new charger or new port or new something. But it, this is just this is just getting crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's up to you. You can you can have time to decide because there are more rumors. Maybe once, maybe yes. once we talk about a couple more we'll come, rumors, we'll come back to the end of it. If you want to consult with your wife too on this, because she might, she might really like this ice maker <laughs> deal. Like that—that's a good thing. Lifetime supply of free ice. I'm All you gotta do is come over and bring a bag every time I want ice. Such, I would go to Chick Fil A and just steal their ice. <laughs> There'll be a Chick Fil A by where he lives too. That's, but just think, funny. you could come over. It only it only has twenty four pounds of ice. So if you bring like a cooler, if you bring like a cooler over, I could I could fill your cooler up with ice. We have an ice maker. It's just not the cool little pebble. It's not the cool pellet ice. No, yeah, it's tiny. It's the like big speaking pieces. of cooling. Do you think that the new iPhones will have some type of active cooling system? Because they'd be getting hot. They have been talking about that. They have been talking about ways to cool down the iPhone. <laughs> uh, um, I'm thinking. Yeah, so that's spinning. That's some, well, and there, there's, there's talk of that, and then there's talk of software optimization. You mm. know, to help cool down the phones. You know, um, and then also like because. You have to really think about it. Where are you going to put a fan inside this iPhone? If you've ever seen the inside of this iPhone, there's no possible way to put an iPhone in there. But the new M1 Max um, do not have fans in them and are like, they're not loud at all. They don't get hot. So they found a way to do it. I feel like they could do it still with the with the iPhone. So I think that they're going to get a lot cooler, but I don't think it's going to be by the way of a fan. I don't think so either. I watched someone side test an iPad and uh, one of the new iPhones like side by side, cause they're using the same like processor. Uh, and the iPad was able to play at like max resolution, uh, probably like Fortnite or Genshin impact. I think one of those two games uh, completely fine. 
played through it for a couple of minutes, nothing happened, switched to the iPhone, played that a little bit into it. The screen got like super, super dim as a way to compensate for all the battery draw and the heat that was being produced. So I just took off my, I just took off my MagSafe charger and it's actually pretty hot. Like I Mm. feel it. I Mm. feel the heat through it. So, um, yeah, I mean, MagSafe definitely, definitely does charge it at a faster speed and a higher result uh, higher um wattage output so um you know i feel like there's ways to cool the iphone down but um i think it's got to be with software optimization and with um possibly a newer chip or chip design um to take some of the pressure off of that so um the last thing that i have on my list is well there's two things on here is a 120 hertz pro display which has been talked about and said that it's going to happen finally on this one and an always on uh an always on charging display or an always on display uh, which will display the time and the battery kind of similar to how the apple watch currently does it at least the latest iteration mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, my my Apple Watch stays on all the time. Like, I still see everything. It just kind of fades out a little bit. Mm. So they're talking about you'll always be able to see the time and the battery, but you may not see all your notifications or um, that type of thing because they don't want to drain, obviously, drain your battery. Mm. Um, and this is something that Apple has probably been working on for a long time because always-on displays um, are on other phones. But Apple doesn't do it until they can do it right. Um, besides Apple Maps, Apple Maps they did wrong in the first place. But um, yeah, they admitted they did it wrong. They they admitted they came out and said, you know, we're Just, sorry. This didn't yeah. this didn't max up to us. So um, they've obviously been working on this feature for a long time. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see it on the iPhone. I hate it on my Pixel um, because I can see it in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, and I usually like a dark room, you know, and yep. so, um, I will, I will probably turn it off or hopefully it will turn off at bedtime, uh, where you can have a setting where, you know, when you go to bedtime, it turns it off. Mm. Tim, do you um, use like an always on display on any of your phones? No, I always leave mine off just cause I don't, as much as they'll say like, Oh, it doesn't use much battery life. I never really trust that it's still going to use battery life and also i'm always afraid of screen burning i've mm. seen it especially at fred meyer it's everywhere <laughs> <laughs> so i don't trust it yeah i can't say that i use i have since i have the galaxy phones they have a version of always on display but i never need the notifications i never really need the time so i just leave it off and you know you can tap the phone and the time comes on and that's Good enough for me yeah or, or and roy, roy roy's very very loves it you know i don't mind it on my i don't mind it on my watch like um i actually i actually kind of find a benefit to it that's um, where i think it makes so, sense yeah so i i don't really see like needing it on an iphone because again like i mean i see it on my pixel but i don't really use it i don't really like it so i just been too lazy to try and figure out how to turn it off 120 hertz pro display anybody have 120 hertz pro i have a what is it 90 hertz on the one the one pluses have high yeah uh, and the, the pixel 4 the pixel 4 xl has it has a yeah, 90 it's, hertz but it's beautiful i would love to see it on the iphone i think it would 
be awesome on the iPhone. So I hope that one's true. And like I said, a lot of people have said that this is happening. Oh, Roy says I do. Roy has just joined the joined the uh, um, the uh, YouTube. Roy channel. has joined the chat. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, the 120 pixel display, awesome feature. I think it would be great on the iPhone, especially for gaming. Um, even though you can't play Fortnite on it, um, but uh, long overdue. I feel like so. I was. I've never actually in person seen 120 hertz display, so I was just kind of checking out what you would gain by going with 120 hertz display. Uh, watching people like scroll one at a time, the smoothness that you get on the 120 hertz display was definitely something that if you added to more phones in an Apple style with like battery optimization, 5G optimization, all the things that Apple is doing behind the scenes. Uh, oh, looks pretty awesome. If if Apple can pull it off, because uh, we'll we'll see if they if they can cram that into the other phones while managing I don't know, everything else that they're managing. So there's been uh, this is I didn't have it on my list, but there has been another one um, talking about it that we could see uh, reverse wireless charging possibly too. Um, so you could charge your your AirPods. I don't believe it. it. I don't believe it either, but yeah. they've talked about it. Um, and then cool. what one fe one feature that I'm really excited about, and I'm hoping that they do make it, because I did go down to the smaller iPhone, and I will probably stay with the smaller iPhone even when I go back to work and traveling and everything, um, or go I say going back into the office um, and traveling more. Um, I I would like to see like a MagSafe battery pack. You know, where oh. if I really needed extra battery juice, like I could pull out of my backpack and grab a charger and MagSafe it back to the back of my phone. And How does that not exist? I know. That's right. Well, I'm sure they're working on it, but again, they want to do it right, you know? True. Um, and MagSafe batteries haven't come out at launch time generally for a while. Like, usually it comes out like a few months or, you know, six months afterwards. Um, so. Um, I feel like they're they're still working on the design on this and, you know, maybe how to also, you know, keep it from, you know, overheating the iPhone and, you know, whatnot. So um, hopefully it'll come out in my 12 Pro because I would buy it. But hopefully if it doesn't come out in the 12 Pro, um, it would come out in, with the iPhone 13 or whatever they're calling it. Um, I do, I will mention that there have been some other aftermarket phones that have come out with, battery pack chargings, but I haven't tried it yet. And I, one of them that I looked at didn't get very good results and didn't have very good reviews. Um, so I'm kind of waiting for something, you know, a little more, but um, a lot of people have put out like, you know, prototype displays and stuff like that to, to kind of see. So anyways, that's all I have on iPhone 13 rumors. Again, we'll have to wait until we see, but you have something? Two more things. Uh, one was that there's rumors that there's going to be uh, on the Pro and the Pro Max up to one terabyte of storage space. Uh, 
which apparently is the They've first time. They've always been saying this, though. They always say that it's going <laughs> to go to one terabyte, and then it never does. Uh, like it's these... just not a rumor. I don't. I don't trust anything when they say rumors about mm -hmm. storage space because they've always they were they were back in the day they were going to say well we're going to give you more space at the entry level and now you do oh, but like it took a long time oh, yeah. so i i just i don't see and with so much cloud like and music storage and stuff like that i just don't see the need for a one terabyte iphone but mm -hmm. I mean, I could be wrong. There could be people out there that will probably fill up a one terabyte iPhone because they don't want to subscribe to a music service. Instead, they just want to sit there and download all their music that they've had for the last 10 years. <laughs> I think I also think it's kind of not too much for a phone, but kind of ridiculous to have on something like an iPhone 12, 13 mini or something like that. But with the Pro Max and like the raw photo shooting, I could see wanting more storage space on that if you're like on the go and you want to make sure that you can record as much as possible. I could see it happening for that phone. But for like the average consumer, I feel like one terabyte, at least in today's day and age, is probably too much. Yeah, no, and I agree. Like, I, I feel like that that could be a, I mean, again, with Apple raw photos and, you know, f you know, f taking a lot of 4K video and stuff like that, yeah. if that's your thing, then yeah, that, that would be, that would be a, a great tool for it. But um, I just don't know that there would be a lot of people out there that would buy it. I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong. So, especially when you can like, and get you just think about the price tag on it too. Oh. Like, I mean, you know, it's going to be like sixteen, eighteen hundred dollars for a one terabyte iPhone. Like, and do you really want to? You know, like, do you want an iPhone? An like, iPhone thirteen yeah. Pro Max is probably going to be like eighteen hundred dollars <laughs> for a one terabyte. With like freaking two Max with like four X's. <laughs> yeah. Um, the um, last thing that I had was. Uh, LiDAR on all of the phones. Yes, I did hear that the LiDAR sensor is going to be moved onto the all phones. I did uh, hear that, and I, I could suspect that happening. So, um, And I'll just say, like, they've got to find room for the LiDAR sensor because I think it's – they put it in the, 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 the 12 Pro Max because they had a little more room in there. Um, so maybe getting rid of the port will make room for the LiDAR sensor in all the phones. Tim, you want to take that bet? <laughs> so the reason why I would like it to be possible, though I have no idea whether or not Apple would or why, uh, other than I want them to continue pushing anything that has to do with Apple AR or VR yeah, technology. Yeah. So if and I haven't played it, around with it. I haven't played around with it because it's not in my iPhone. Um, I know Roy has played around with it a lot, um, but um, yeah, I agree that it should it should come to all the iPhones, and it probably will this year. I just I'm kind of curious to how they're going to get it in the get it in the especially the iPhone Mini mm, because yeah. that's already a pretty tight configuration. Yeah. So how do you how do you get a lidar sensor in there? I mean. We'll see. Like, yeah, it, it might not even be something that they do within the next year or a couple years, but I think that eventually they'll probably work on the technology to to bring it to all their phones, especially if they're working on the Apple Car and if that's going to be self-driving, because they're probably going to need LiDAR for that. 
Yeah. And uh, one of the other things, too, I found this. I just thought of this, too. Uh, I was watching one of the videos. I can't remember who it was. But they also talked about the back of the iPhone being a more matte finish. Oh, um, yeah. And that would be kind of interesting, too. I would like to see a more matte finish to the iPhone. So I think it would give it a, a distinguished look from the previous generation. So, yeah, I'm all for that. Alrighty. There you have it. Yeah. Uh, anything else or was that all, all the rumors worth speaking about? No more. The folding screen. Apple not going to happen in this. What? Okay. <laughs> what iPhone do you think we'll start to see folding? Give us screens? a number. iPhone 2020. I think it's still, I think it's still like, I think it's still like three to five years out. I would say for Apple to do a folding screen iPhone. Mm. What do you think? Um, <laughs> Roy 2024. says 2024. <laughs> I, like you That's... said, hmm, like you said, Apple likes to, when they do something, they want to make sure they do it right. Um, it's not because remember when Samson did it and they had to take all the phones back from the YouTubers because yeah. I mean, they were cracking the screen. They're still all pretty much not good. Like all yeah. of the foldable phones, they are better now. Like they work, but yeah, like like you were saying, they would like crack them or they would peel off the like film slash the actual screen off of the phones. It was yeah. a mess. I think... I still I still think three to five years. I would say. I think we see a folding iPhone. What year is it? 2021? I'm going to say nine years. I think we'll see it in nine years. You want to take a bet on that? No. (laughs) I'll say eight years. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for joining us live on this episode of the Goopley Cast. And to all those listening on the go, uh, thanks Roy and Joseph for stopping by. Uh, You'll be able to find our replays on YouTube and the podcast version of our episodes on all your favorite podcasting apps, including iHeartRadio. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook for updates on the podcast and to be notified of our video reviews. I've been your host, Matt Carter. For Matt, Tim, and Roy, thank you for watching and listening. We'll catch you next time on the Gooplycast. Thanks for listening to the Gooplycast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Visit us on social media at Goopley. And remember, you can stream the Goopley cast on your favorite podcasting app or Goopley.com.